Before tonight's episode, I want to let you know about our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium, the best way to experience the show and get a good night's sleep. With Get Sleepy Premium, everything is ad-free. You'll receive a bonus episode every week and have full access to our entire back catalogue. Your support really helps and means so much to us. Simply tap the link in the show notes to learn more. Now, a quick word from our sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you two free episodes each week. Hello, and welcome to Get Sleepy, the storytelling podcast where we listen, we relax, and then we get sleepy. I'm Thomas, your host. This is the inaugural episode of Get Sleepy, our maiden voyage to the land of dreams. I'm so glad you've decided to join us tonight, and hopefully for many more nights to come. For tonight's story, we'll explore the exquisite gardens of Hever Castle, which is situated in the county of Kent in England. But before we get there, I want to give you a quick overview of our plans for the show. First off, Get Sleepy isn't just me. We're a small team of writers, voice actors, and sound designers, working together to create the ultimate bedtime story podcast. Typically, I'll start with a relaxation exercise to make the transition to dreamland that bit smoother. And then, once you're nice and cosy, the story will begin. Our stories are designed to hold your attention just long enough to let you relax and fall asleep. We try to offer calming intrigue, not a thriller. There's nothing that will get your heart rate up. And we utilize techniques that are proven to encourage sleep, such as mindful breathing, guided imagery, and the calming sounds of nature. For now, our goal is to release two new episodes per week, one on Mondays and one on Wednesdays. We want to create the best show for you. And so, with that in mind, do feel free to reach out. Let us know what you like and how we can improve. You can drop me a quick note anytime at getsleepy.com forward slash feedback. If you think we're doing something cool and would like to support us, consider leaving a review on iTunes. I do read every single one. And the really nice ones I even send to my mum. So go ahead, make my mother's day. Now, if you haven't already, turn the lights off and get cosy in bed. Place your hands on your belly and take a deep inhale for six seconds. Feeling your belly rise as you take in the air. and then exhale for six seconds. 
noticing how your belly lowers as the air leaves your body. Focus on your breath, noticing that flow of air. Draw your attention down to your feet now and imagine that there's a light switch for your feet. Right now, it's on, as it has been all day. You're ready for bed now though, so you turn that light switch off. Noticing how that causes your feet to relax. Now, your focus moves up to your legs, your shins, calves and thighs. And you turn off the switch for your legs. Now your attention rises up to your abdomen. Notice the sensation there. and turn that light off on your abdomen. And feel it begin to relax. Shift your focus to your chest and turn the lights off there as well. With your chest relaxed, transition to your back, shoulders and neck. Slowly turn those lights down and feel how your spine melts into the bed. And finally, your head. Notice the sensations of your face. Very slowly, dim the lights. Feel your face relax. And with the lights off, a sense of stillness washes over your mind. Now that your body is completely at ease, it's time for tonight's story. The county of Kent in England is widely renowned for its luscious countryside. Vast green landscapes expand over much of the region, making for breathtaking views 
and soul-nurturing adventures. Being within a stone's throw of the capital London, yet steeped in natural beauty, Kent has long been known as the Garden of England. And here, amongst a plethora of historic attractions, stands the magnificent Hever Castle. Built in the 13th century, the property bears some fascinating tales of its many occupants. Most famously, it was once lived in by one of Henry VIII's six wives, Anne Boleyn. From 1462 to 1539, the Boleyn family occupied Hever Castle, and it was where Anne spent much of her early youth. In 1539, Upon the passing of Anne's father, Thomas Bolin, the castle came into the possession of King Henry himself. However, this didn't last very long, as in the following year, Henry bestowed the beautiful castle upon Anne of Cleves, as part of a settlement following the annulment of their marriage. Inside, the castle has maintained many of its original features. Anne Boleyn's bedroom has been recreated to look as similar as possible to how she may have kept it. It still has its original half-domed ceiling, a 15th century feature designed to give a feeling of greater space and light. Amongst other traditional spaces, such as the drawing room, library, and dining hall, Hever Castle also boasts King Henry VIII's bedchamber. It's believed that the infamous king stayed with Anne Boleyn on several occasions during their courtship, and this was likely where he would have slept. Nowadays, the castle and its grounds are a public attraction. The property is a spectacle of impressive architecture and dedicated conservation. A visit promises both an interesting historical education, complemented by a nourishing dose of nature and wildlife. On a glorious spring day in the southeast of England, the site is particularly full of life. Walking into the grounds, you're greeted by exquisitely sheared hedges in the shape of some of the wildlife that call Hever their home. Visitors are then met by the site of the castle 
which exhibits a large covering of luscious green ivy leaves spanning much of the front walls. In the autumn, these leaves turn a radiant red colour, which has become an iconic feature of the property. The castle is surrounded by two small moats, which are mostly inhabited by ducks, geese and swans these days. Set across the inner moat is the drawbridge, leading to the castle entrance. Maintained to look as similar as possible to its original appearance, but reinforced to cope with the hundreds of daily visitors. With over 100 acres of beautiful gardens and grounds surrounding the property, a stroll around the castle's large lake is one of the greatest appeals of this heritage site. The lake was only constructed at the start of the 20th century, so in comparison to the castle itself, there isn't such a storied history to this feature. But that makes it no less of an appealing element, particularly for nature enthusiasts and anyone who enjoys a scenic and peaceful stroll. Setting off over an arched bridge, sweeping round to the right-hand side of the castle. Visitors are surrounded by an abundance of wildlife. Birdsong rings out from the towering trees above. Unique and rare species can no doubt be identified by a trained ear. To the right, a swan is snoozing on its nest, in the warm, glistening spring sun. It won't be long until its young begin to hatch. The area is busy with families, enjoying activities, such as a water maze and archery. Joyous vibes resonate through everyone, basking in the gorgeous weather. Another arched bridge takes you across a stream that links to the wider lake. A great crested greb is swimming along the surface of the water. A small bird with a distinctive appearance, built like a slim petite duck, but with more of a pointy beak and sprays of red and black spiky hairs extending around its head. The greb frequently dives beneath the surface to look for food, and it rushes through the water at an impressive rate making it difficult to keep tabs on. 
much to the frustration of a few amateur photographers. After crossing the bridge and moving further from the castle, the path stretches open across beautiful meadows that complement the lake's circumference. Bluebells are in full bloom, scattered along the edge of the bank and in shaded spots under the trees. The dull tones of winter are gradually making way for the grand array of colour that emerges in the spring. A little further in the distance, you see a majestic water fountain amidst a ring of neatly kept hedges. With no one else around, the sound of the splashing water heightens as you approach the feature. A small gap between the hedges acts as an entrance into the secluded spot. To the right, an idyllically placed bench where you may choose to relax whilst listening and watching the fountain continue its cycle. A blackbird lands on the edge of the structure to quench its thirst from the pool of fresh water at the bottom. The wildlife clearly treasure the accommodating variety of these grounds. As you continue the stroll along the pathway, you catch sight of a small and hidden structure over to the right. In the grass, a natural footpath is vaguely worn in from previous visitors. Intrigued, you head towards the structure. Before long, the building becomes more visible. Predominantly made from wood and painted in a vibrant red colour, with clouded windows on the inner enclosure, what you have discovered is a Japanese tea house. Discreet yet captivating, the little structure is set on the water's edge, acting like a halfway house on the lake. The original tea house that stood here was an Edwardian version, but this had to make way for a pillbox during the Second World War. The latest instalment was built in 2013 to celebrate 30 years since the current owners purchased the premises. With a veranda around every edge of the tea house, you can saunter around the centre and find a perfect spot overlooking the lake. Once settled, you sit for a while, taking in your surroundings. 
some visitors are on the lake, in hired rowing boats and pedalos, sharing the vast space with ducks, mallards and other birds. A flock of swans flap about as they move from place to place on the lake, creating a reverberance of heavy wing noise that echoes across the grounds. The water ripples gently as it gleams in the sun, and as you focus in on the shimmers, you notice how they flicker like a subtle, never-ending series of camera flashes. You let yourself be completely still, as this sight mesmerizes your mind and puts you in a trance-like state of bliss. After enjoying the peace for some time, you return back to the lakeside walk. You stroll amongst the large chestnut, poplar and pine trees that have stood here for hundreds of years. All the comings and goings that these trees will have witnessed in their time. Not to mention some famous faces. You think of how wonderful it must have been for young Anne Boleyn having all of this splendour on her doorstep. Pure tranquility, readily available at all times. At the top end of the lake is a weir, and this controls the water levels and can be mechanically raised or lowered depending on conditions. The lake is connected to the River Eden, which meanders eastwards, away from the castle grounds. Nearby the weir is a small platform of rocks that drop a level to create a pleasant, attractive waterfall. The continuous flow of water over these rocks exudes a soothing sound. This can be enjoyed on a nearby bench or watched from an idyllic perspective on the footbridge that crosses this part of the weir. From this point you can look back across the entire lake. In view is the Japanese tea house that you visited earlier, the water maze, and the boathouse. But what stands out most is the spectacular loggia at the opposite end of the body of water. This is a grand stone structure 
sporting Romanesque columns, numerous statues and features, and a semicircular terrace from which visitors can look out and enjoy a stunning view of the lake. was built as part of a larger Italian garden, and is another of Hever Castle's most distinguished attractions. Great varieties of animals and wildlife inhabit the grounds around the lake, and can often be spotted with a little patience and attention. Creatures such as grey squirrels, barn owls and bats reside among the many trees and all sorts of insects live beside the lake. In the summer, visitors may also notice an abundance of butterflies. At present, these creatures are developing in their cocoons as they transform from their wingless state into beautiful, majestic butterflies. In just a couple of months, the gardens and grounds will be filled with all sorts of colourful and patterned wings. Once you are back around to the loggia, the lake walk is complete. This is a great spot to look back out across the lake and to get some wonderful photographs. In the centre is a classical sculpture that is said to be inspired by the Trevi Fountain in Italy's capital of Rome. The Italian theme continues on the other side of the loggia. Stepping through the stone structure and into the Italian garden, you're greeted by lush green grass, beautifully kept bushes, and dazzling flowers all around. There's a rustic feel to this area, but a freshness in the natural beauty on display. To the left-hand side, a long walkway covered by climbing plants guides you along a stretch of Pompeian wall. to the right of this path are rows of gorgeous tulips which are in peak bloom and colour. Fiery oranges, buttery yellows, deep purples and snowy whites, just to name a few. These flowers are a mark of high spring 
and they glow with prestige in the bright warm sunshine. Beyond, as you meander back towards the castle, the themed gardens continue. These include a rose garden, which is beginning to show signs of life as summer approaches. Also, you'll find the blue corner, a collection of flowers and plants that are typically blue in colour. The gardens are a hub of exotic colour, unique smells and active wildlife. It would take some time to name every flower, shrub and animal that you might see on a visit here. But it is always a soothing experience that breeds positivity within. And with that, your exploration of the castle gardens reaches its end. An experience of quintessential British tranquility as your mind feeling at ease. You reflect on the beautiful lake walk, the wildlife that has thrived here for centuries, and the storied history of the whole place. A gentle breeze flows over the grounds as you look back at the castle. There is a true essence of blissful calm that you can take with you into your dreams. <laughs>